Look at the bright lights We'll be swimming when we fly Look at the night sky Look at the night sky Where the stars are falling Uh, to say I'm excited about this show, uh, it would be an understatement. And and uh, interestingly enough, I've been thinking a lot about it. And I, I, I've actually, I don't know if that's because I'm thinking about this or what's going on in the world uh, or what's going on in the world. Um, but I've had a few sleepless nights and I don't know about you all, but I have a bad habit of uh, turning on my computer when I can't sleep. And I, uh, one of these nights this week, I was up at four o'clock in the morning learning how to make bread. Now, not that I'm going to make bread anytime soon and not that I ever have, but, uh, I like learning. And this was a guy, an artesian making sourdough bread and he knew everything and was teaching it all, like how to stretch it, exactly how many milliliters of water and exactly how much yeast and how in advance to make the yeast and uh, how long it has to rise and how many times it has to be stretched and which way to stretch it. And as I'm watching this, the deeper, the deeper he got. And he says, and this is how it's going to make the, the this stronger and the that and the gluten. And this is going to develop. And I thought, we know all this about bread, but we don't know how to do life, how to get along, how to. I, I just I, I was baffled the next morning, like clockwork. I open Facebook and my cousin in Italy posts a quote in Italian and I'm reading this quote. I'm like, I like this quote. Who is this? This guy's been reading my mind. Well, evidently I've been reading his mind because though it was in Italian, it was Martin Luther King. And this was the quote. I had to find it because I said, this is for Monday's show. We have learned to fly. He might as well have said we have learned to make bread. I'm telling you. We have learned to fly the air like birds and swim the sea like fish. But we have not yet learned the simple art of living together as brothers. Martin Luther King. And so today I know I've already learned so much from somebody who I feel so connected with that I had a tear in my eye while I was talking to him before the show. And I don't know what it means, but it means something good. And I told him that. And uh, I can't wait for this conversation with our guest, Charles Silk Dunn, uh, Silk Dunn, in just a moment. And then a little later on, our musical guest, Tisa Adamson, all on the Life Changes show right after this. Have you felt inspired to meditate, but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety, but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All Phi Beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. 
The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to The Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome, L.A., on the BBS Radio Network, with your host, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. You can hear tonight's show and all our past shows on our archive page at lifechangesshow.com, which include luminaries such as comedian Michael Collier, actress Gabriella Wright, performing artist James Hood, and author Ken Honda. Email your comments and questions to info at lifechangesnetwork.com, or ask Dorothy at lifechangesshow.com. You can also comment via Twitter at Life Changes Show and Facebook at The Life Changes Show. Life Changes, indeed. I am Filippo Voltaggio. We've titled this episode 674, Master the Courage to Expect More of Yourself. I'm here with our producer and co-host, Mark Lejour. So given our dinner this evening, I'm thinking that we need to learn how to bring more potato starch into our relationships. <laughs> oh, Mark. Okay, so with that, uh, wow, so much to say. Our uh, guest is a coach, he's a mentor, he's a relationship specialist, and he's author of I Will Not Be Denied. With that, I'm just going to say, welcome, Charles Silk Dunn, to the Life Changes Show. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Charles. You know, from the moment I said hello to you, you started, you started teaching, you started sharing, you started <laughs> giving. You started giving. That's what you did. You were giving. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, uh, it's a natural uh, to me. It's like when uh, you've been humble and allowed so many people to pour into you, there's such an overflow that your spirit is going to direct you when it's time to pour, pour, pour. So I could tell instantly um, that uh, you were a, a person vibrating on a higher plane. And just just look at what you guys are doing with this show. I mean, life changes, life changes, <laughs> network, life change. Like, like you know, come on. <laughs> well, we know <laughs> you're working. What's that? Go on. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying, come on. Like, it's all around you. It's in you. It's you know, it's in the atmosphere. I mean, it's in the titles, it's in the language, it's in the verbiage, it's in the energy. So anyone is going to feel right at home that is a sharer or a giver or someone is seeking knowledge. So uh, there's not going to be any time to waste when you get on the phone. <laughs> well, speaking of change, yeah, there are a lot of change is uh, there are a lot of the word change is all over your your lingo and and your life. So you say famously, so change starts from within. That's change it. can start at any age. Change yeah. can happen no matter the circumstances. Right. And as long as you have another opportunity to wake up, 
you can change your life. So, you, so this another opportunity uh, is kind of interesting because um, do, do you is that's what you're feeling that you had another opportunity to to change your life? Well, I I feel like this. I feel like this. The opportunity is in the second. So every second that you take a breath, that's the opportunity for change. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, you know, wait till January 1st or wait till they get a uh, 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 a um, a counselor or wait till they get a partner to be accountable to or someone that can help them. And that's fine, too. But always know that change can happen now. Now, change is a process, but it begins now, no matter what you're in the midst of. So, Charles, I have to think you already were you were you were somebody like like you were somebody to 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 do what you did that then landed you where it landed you. So so where did you get where did you get that sense of somebody and who were you then? You know, that is very, very powerful um, that uh, you would say that. Well, uh, I I was a seeker of knowledge from a very young age. Um, the first book I ever picked up was uh, actually the Bible because I watched my mom go to sleep with it on um, her chest and I wanted to know what it was. So, I, you know, for my fourth uh, birthday, I wanted a monogram Bible. Didn't even know how to read. I just wanted it. You know how ch- children are because I saw her with it all the time. So I'm like, what's in that book? But after <clears throat> after our journey there... I, uh, man, that was just the beginning. I mean, it went into uh, uh, different religious sectors, um, lost books of the Bible, Babylon and Timbuktu. I started studying anything from Khalil Gibran was my favorite mm. to uh, uh, I would get into Frederick Nietzsche, Socrates, Aristotle, oh. Machiavelli, all, the, all this wow. to the art of war, all this. Even Egyptian Book of the Dead, all this was before I was like 18 or 19. And I realized that sometimes religion enslaves us, stops us from growing. So I was glad that I had a chance just to explore knowledge before the institutions of religion, because that is what allowed me to be free and to realize that uh, I could change in any situation. So you uh, became uh, a quite an industrial young man. Yes. Uh, uh, so so what what you made you made some money and right, uh, right. So, people. <laughs> so let me tell you that. Okay. So um, on this quest, let me say this. I wanted to be like my brother. My brother was a, a, a football superstar. Uh, got drafted to the Pittsburgh Steelers and. Before his first game, he got busted with drugs, with cocaine. Uh, in a fit of rage, in a fit of vengeance, uh, I felt like the streets had deprived my brother, my mom, and I of a lifestyle that was old to us. So I dropped out of college and started selling drugs. Mm. And at the age uh, of 18, 19, basically, make a long story short, I made $3 million in nine months. And um, I was charged with the CCE, Controlling Criminal Enterprise, 
a drug kingpin charge. I was the youngest one charged with the uh, kingpin charge uh, in the country. I got charged with it January 1992. I went to trial and was given 30 years in prison. Um, when I went to prison, prison didn't have the uh, impact on me as it had on others. And I definitely thank our creator and higher power for that. Because when I when I got to prison, I, I saw so many men that were broken and men wanted to commit suicide and people that uh, just didn't un understand relationship skills. So I looked at prison as an opportunity to grow. And then I was around so many geniuses, you know, in federal prison, you're around stockbrokers, bank presidents, you know, um, uh, uh, people that uh, create uh, uh, computer programs like Man, I learned so much. I, the, once again, uh, it was the opportunity was now. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to love this. And uh, before you know it, I, uh, I ended up with 120-something certifications, teaching 500 prisoners a week for 15 years, was dubbed by the Justice Department as a success story of federal prison. And thus, the life coaching and mentor began while I was in federal prison. I, I was doing a little bit of math. So you went in in, in January of 1992. Yes, you sir. were sentenced to 30 years. Mm -hmm. That would have been this past month. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, so, and, mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and so th thank God you didn't, well, you, you served most of it actually. Um, right. But, th you know, but, and, and I, and I, I had a thought like you've done so much for so many people, uh, not just since you've been out, but while you were in that I, I was thinking, it's like, what if he had been able to get out sooner? Couldn't he have done so much more to so many people? But it doesn't necessarily work that way, does it? No, it doesn't. You, you know what I try to tell people? Preparation, preparation belongs to us. Timing belongs to the universe. We can't say when and what should begin. We can only be prepared for our next step on our journey. Wow. Wow. You, you, uh, you tormented, quote unquote, people that were in the jail. So uh, yeah. in the prison, right? So, so tell us about that torment. What was that about? Well, I tormented a lot of guys because I, People were buying the prison program. And this is what I mean by that. It's like you have to look, look at everything in space. So people would come to jail and everybody wanted to blame everybody else. It's either the government did it, uh, uh, the white man did it, the schnitz did it. Uh, you know, um, my brother uh, took my last uh, money, you know, when I came to jail, like there's this, this overwhelming energy of blaming the world for your life instead of realizing that you're the thinker that creates the thoughts that creates the things and your outer reality is only a reflection of your inward presence. So when I saw the guys in jail that were trying to be tough, I would tell them, Hey, that's a prison program. Don't bite the program. When people would feel like, Oh, you know, they tell you, you want to shut up and sit down and oh man, you know, they felt compelled to have to say something. I say, man, that's ego. Get control of your ego. Don't, don't feel like, well, man, they're saying this, that, and the other. I say, listen, people give you stimulus. You choose how you respond. 
So all through prison, it was about self-checking, self-correcting. And then I tell them this, if you use this opportunity to be at your best, the world don't stand a chance. And I would watch people write letters and this is the kind of letters they would write. Oh, I'm about to get out of jail. Can you help me with this? Will you help me with this? I'm going to need a job. I'm going like they're coming out begging. Do you know the mentality I came home with? I said, listen, I come home with, with saying this is how I can add value to your company. This is this is why you need Charles Dunn, because mm-hmm. I understand management. I understand servant leadership. I understand inspiring a group of people to be more productive for you. Stop coming home from prison like, oh, help me. Like, oh, you know, I'm in a worse place. Like I was doing so many interviews and they were like, oh, we we feel so sorry for you because because you did 25 years. I said, you feel so sorry for me. I said, let me tell you why I feel so sorry for the world. I come home and everybody's walking around the sidewalk staring at these little bit of computers that people call cell phones. Mm. People have lost touch. People have got to the point where the computers are raising their children. They don't even have good uh, 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 conflict resolution skills. People's uh, ability to communicate have uh, become more dense. And this is the most part. Most people in the world have never been introduced to themselves. Mm. And and when I tell folks that they say, whoa, what do you mean by that? Yeah. This is this is what I mean. The world, my friend, is a world of imitation. From the very first time you take a step, when you hear a phone and you see the adults pick it up and say hello, you start trying to move to that phone to pick it up to imitate their action. So everything from your haircut to your car, you're like, oh, where you get that car? I like that car. Where you get that suit? Man, I'm going to go buy that suit. Where you get them shoes? I get the shoes. Oh, who cuts your hair? I want to get my hair done. So before you know it, you lose your true identity in the imitation of your environment. So sometimes it takes you going through a lot of pressure. When you put pressure on an orange, you get orange juice. You put pressure on grape, you get grape <laughs> juice. When you put pressure on someone's life, their intestinal essence comes forth. So mm. a lot of people don't really know who they really are because the pressure hasn't been intense enough to where you lose it all to rebuild it. Do you understand that? I understand it. I hear you. I'm 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 pretty. I'm I'm standing up and giving you a standing ovation right now <laughs> for, for what you say and uh, a- absolutely and so so you know you said uh, prison success story you were a success story before you went in it's why you went in to where you went in you wow didn't, you didn't go to jail you didn't go to state prison you went to federal prison because you were somebody Ooh, and you teach. were teach. Do you know, do you know you're the first person I've done hundreds of interviews, which shows how spiritually enlightened you are? Do you know one of the things that it really bothers me when I hear people, and they don't say this to me, but they say this to other people. They say, man, Charles Dunn is so smart because while he was in prison, he applied himself. 
And it took spiritual people, and I've only heard one guy from Florida was, uh, and I heard the debate after I had uh, did the interview. And the guy said, man, you must be insane if you think that guy got that sharp in prison. Mm. If if that's the case, everybody would be knocking <laughs> on federal prison door to go to jail if that's all it took. He said it was obvious that this guy was running a continual criminal enterprise before he went to prison. That's why the FBI came after him. Yep. So it so listening to you, um, really, there's a quote that uh, Sun Tzu says. He says, uh, "The great mind must see before light reveals, and hear before sound announces." If you have to take something to be manifested. Before you understand it, then you don't see nor do you hear. So you have to be able to see. And Khalil Gibran says you must see before light reveals and hear before sound announces. Meaning this, you have to be able to just get a flash of what's going on and let your spirit guide you to understand the totality of the meaning of it. And if you can do that, then you are definitely listening to uh, your insides, to your instincts, to your intuition. So thank you for, for saying um, you were somebody before you went to jail. Like uh, you weren't made somebody uh, in prison. And nobody has ever said that except the people who knew me before jail. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't know you. I, I, I look forward to knowing you more. I, 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 there, I'm feeling something and it's 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 extra special. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's interesting. You you specialize, uh, I, I know from your work, uh, in, in helping those who have been discarded by society. In other words, if I read this correctly, you specialize in helping every single person in the world right now. Wow. You know, it's <laughs> that's so amazing you said that. When you look at <clears throat> helping a school, you must look at bringing up the rear. So you must look at helping the undesirables. So when you can get to the undesirables, the ones that are forgotten, the lost souls, the ones that have, not only are they so forgotten, they've given up on themselves. Like you have the ones that the world has given up on and then they've been given up on by their family and they love one so much that they've given up on themselves. So when you can go back in them and help recreate them to and put them back in touch with their true and divine self and have them walking in in purpose, in meaning, in 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 in, in speaking with 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 faith and hope and and walking in deliberate action, then you've done something. Getting to uh, the person that thinks that they are something is a lot easier because they're actually going after something in life. But most of the undesirables have just threw in the towel. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. yeah. They won't admit that to everybody around them, but they threw in the towel. They, they start to believe what everyone is saying about them. Mm. Mm. Which brings me to the title of your book, your mantra, I, I, I think we could spend hours just on this title. Mm-hmm. I will not be denied. That's it. That's it. Denied of what, Charles? I will not be denied the spiritual inheritance 
that God has birthed in me, I will not be mm. denied the dreams that are in my heart. I will not be denied the visions that I see. I would not be denied the goals that I create on my path. I will not I will not be denied the fellowship of kindred spirits that helped me along the way. Mm. I will not be denied anything in this world because once you figure out life, it's easy. It life is easy once you understand it. Once you understand the ebbs and flows, then you understand not to take anything personal. Get a control of your ego. Understand the best thing that you can do for your own life is contribution, service. Mm. Zig Ziglar said you can get everything you want in life if you help enough people get what they want first. When you understand how life really works, you will not be denied. And as you walk within the faith and the humility of your creator and your higher consciousness, then you learn to just go through life changes and Mm. not park. Wow. Okay. You've gotten a taste of this wonderful man and his book, I Will Not Be Denied. The book is available where books are sold online. You could go to Charles Silk Dunn. Silk, just like it sounds, in D-U-N-N, charlessilkdunn.com. You can find him on Facebook, Charles Silk Dunn. Look for him. He's on Instagram, same, Charles Silk Dunn, D-U-N-N. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more with Charles when we come back. And, and, and Charles, where, where I want to go is, uh, well, <laughs> so many places um, with this conversation. We'll only have a few minutes when we come back. But this this served like such a teaser for <laughs> what I hope is many more conversations to come. Please, but, please. I <laughs> uh, but where I want to go is is the being of service and and what it means to to be of service and the difference between the people who say they are of service mm. and who actually are because i feel like if anybody can talk about it it's you uh so we'll come back to that conversation for a little bit when we come back uh we'll also have our ask dorothy segment coming up and then a little after that we have our performance segment with uh, Tisa Adamson, all on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes Show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. 
The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes and Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. You are listening to the Life Changes Show live from Vortex Dome LA with your host, Filippo Volcaggio. You can visit us online at lifechangeshow.com, via Twitter at Life Changes Show, and Facebook at the Life Changes Show. We are back, and whew, we're having quite a conversation with our guest today, Charles Silk Dunn. He's a life coach, mentor, relationship specialist, and he's author of I Will Not Be Denied, of which we've talked a little bit about. You're going to have to get the book and uh, uh, read for yourself uh, and learn. We we have already, if you've been listening at all, even if you just tuned in, we have already learned so much from our guest. And uh, Charles, before we go to what I was saying about uh, personal wealth and being of service, I, I was hoping you would share just a teeny bit about, because um, usually when people get out of jail, they're lucky if they have a spouse or a, a family member or or their family or a friend that's waiting for them. Um, who'd you have on the other side of that door when you came out? Man, so let me tell you something. I had a young woman, incredible woman. She, uh, I met her two months, two months before I caught a 30-year bid. And uh, <laughs> we always talk about the conversation we had. Uh, we had a conversation all night. Uh, she had told me um, that she disliked drug dealers. Uh, little did she know she was talking to the biggest one in the city at the time. Mm. But I said, well, why? And uh, when she told me, I sat down and we had one of the deepest conversations she said she ever had in her life. I took her to everything about man's laws, divine laws, and environmental influences. And, and she was so blown away. But to make a long story short, when I got locked up, uh, I wasn't expecting her to come visit. She came visit me two weeks after I was in jail. Mm-hmm. She had kept coming to visit, but I wouldn't uh, see her because I had just met her. I'm like, you know, I had all these other friends that I was taking care of, and I'm spending $20,000, $30,000 a month on bills, on people's car notes and rent, and who is this young lady that keep wanting to come see me? Make a long story short, um, Tish did the entire bid. 20-something years mm. straight. Mm. No kids. Not, it's not like she knew me. None of that. And um, her thing was, I have never met a person like you in my entire life, and I know I never will. And mm. there's no way that I'm not going to put in my work. And she said that she knew that she had to put in her work in order wow. Even have a chance because she would always say people like you are highly sought after. So I have to give myself an advantage. And uh, wow. And uh, yeah, she did the whole bit, and she wow. was waiting for me. Uh, and you can't imagine how many names she was called. Stupid, you know, own own family and mother and people cussing her out because, you know, they like, you know, what are you doing doing time with this drug dealer? You don't even know 
who he is. And she was mm-hmm. like, no, if y'all had ever talked to him, you would realize that he's not what these what the media is saying. Mm-hmm. And anybody who knows him will will tell you that. And she hung in there for the whole bit. And please believe me when I tell you that your listeners cannot imagine what that's like to get up at one or two o'clock in the morning to drive eight or nine hours to have to go through all these 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 searches just to go sit in the visit room and talk to somebody for six hours. And to do that for 20-something years puts the, a new definition on commitment. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, hence why you're also a relationship coach. <laughs> uh, uh, and of course, we're talking about all kinds of, of relationships, obviously. Uh, and and boy, would I like to go deeper into that. For, so first of all, a big, uh, I, I can't wait to meet Tish also. Um, uh, but uh, we just have a couple of minutes and I really yeah. want to touch on personal yeah, wealth and being of service. Right. Um, I just want to say this about, and I'm not dinging, but I hear everybody, every time I turn a corner, everybody talking, oh yeah, serve it. And you know, oh, I love being there for people. But I tell people that's, that's not true. If you value, uh, money, your career, uh, your family and business. Now, listen, I know people say, well, well, why would you put family there? Because I'm going to explain something to you. People that's really committed to service, their family join in with them in being a servant. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you can't, a divided house cannot stand. People that are, are servants, you don't even have to ask them. It's in their resume. <laughs> it's in their DNA. You see it. Like someone asked asked me a long time ago, he said, man, what do you value? What's your number one value in the world? I don't have any children. My number one value in the world is being a servant. And you know what he said to me? He said, that's obvious. And he said, one thing that bothers me is when I hear everybody, because that's the politically right thing to say on the radio, on television. Mm-hmm. Television. Oh, yeah, I love to, you know, teach people that, you know, that don't know anything. And then off camera, and then you get around these folks and they won't even stop to give you 15 minutes of of wisdom or 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 pearls and how they got through their rough times. But that's just the thing to say. So what I say all the time is this. What you do will speak so loudly, no one will ever pay attention to what you're saying. Mm. Hmm. You know, actually, it, it's reminding me, and I have to give a shout out and a big thank you to your sisters and mine, uh, Tess Cacciatore and Tara Bennett Smith. Love them. Uh, and, and and what I what I heard over and over again. Oh, you're gonna love Charles. You're the <laughs> the, the man you hear is the man he is day in day out. It, he is authentic. If he's anything else, so. Uh, I here here we are. Uh, so more power to you. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, thank you. It's, I can tell you this, Tess, ooh, and Tara <laughs> are true servants as well. You have to believe that your payment comes whenever it comes, mm. and you have to know being a servant is 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 a drive it's 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 action it's it's not something that you do 
when the cameras are on you. No, no, no. If that's the case, then you already getting your paycheck from man. You know, um, that's why you have people that are anonymous givers. When you're truly a servant, you look to serve. And when Jesus said, whatever you do to the least of my people, you do unto me, is such a powerful statement because people don't realize the same thing that made me rich in the criminal world is what makes me successful today is I invested in people. Nobody had as many customers. No, no, Nobody had as many people coming from city to city because they like, man, everybody mess, mess with silk. And I'm going to show you something that's deep and then leave you with this. And it was through God's grace and covering that kept me safe. But when people wanted to do harm to me when I was in the street or wanted to rob me or anything, I, do you know what kept them away from that? And I would talk to dudes later. They would say, man, wasn't nobody going to do nothing to you because everybody was scared of the repercussions. Man, you got friends in L.A., Chicago, Florida, dudes, <laughs> dudes that's in gangs. Like, who wants to deal with that? Mm. So all that came from being a servant. So you can be the toughest guy in the world, and it's somebody tougher. But guess what? When you're a servant to humanity, the toughest guys in the world don't want to have nothing to do with you unless they're coming to shake your hand. You understand what I'm telling you? I do. I do, and I like it. You know, I like it. I'm liking this interview, and I like the fact that I created it, and you created it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You the thinking that creates the thoughts, that creates the things. You will never have the power to change any aspect of your life until you own all of it. If you're saying somebody hurts your feelings, somebody did this, you're giving up the power to recreate yourself. You have to own every aspect of your life and realize this, every single thing that happens to you on your path was part of your journey. Mm. Mm. Well, I want to say amen. I want to say thank you. I, I want to say uh, Charles Silk Dunn, you're, you're amazing. Hey, thank you, sir. Thank you. And you're amazing. I need a platform like this. Life changing. Yeah, you know what? We, we might have to talk. I am so inspired. Uh, and if you're inspired just listening to uh, this man and 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 share, now we know why uh, he can touch people in, in such a unique way, motivate and inspire. And uh, if, if he reached out and touched you, then uh, his book is I Will Not Be Denied. There's another book coming, and I know we're going to get to talk about that hopefully real soon. In the meantime, Charles Silk Dunn, D-U-N-N dot com. Charles Silk Dunn dot com is where you could get the book. Of course, it's available where books are sold online. Find him on Facebook. Find him on Instagram. Charles Silk Dunn. Thank you so much, Charles. Thank you for having me. And please keep up the incredible work you guys are doing. Will do. Thank you. And we know you will, too. So all the best to you. Until hey, next time. Bye-bye, sir. And with that, wow, we have our ass Dorothy Swick. Dear Dorothy, this is your friend Marianne, and I need a reminder as to how to connect with my higher power of discernment. You told me that there would be so much information thrown at humanity and that we must learn to discern truth from fiction. These interesting times have provided me with many more questions than answers, 
And even when I researched the issues online, as you suggested, there are way too many articles at odds with one another over my questions. And my family and friends always seem to be on the opposite side of what I believe is truth. I would love to be able to find like-minded people to have discussions with on the things that matter most to me. How do I do this? Dear Marianne, thank you for this timely question. In order for me to discern the truth, I must first get quiet and access available information from sources I trust. It has taken me a while to find people who appear to speak truth, but I feel that I've done well in calling them in. I believe the first step for you may be the one I use every morning when I awaken. I say a simple prayer of gratitude that goes like this. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mother Father, for showing me this day the things I need to see and hear and assist me in seeing and hearing truth by tapping into my gifts of discernment. And I am grateful, Mother Father, for attracting and bringing more like-minded people into my life with whom I can have conversations that matter. This daily beginning has helped me live in a more peaceful and happier place as I encounter each day's challenges. You might also want to do online research regarding how to use your powers of discernment. The website simplyeducate.me has a great article titled 10 Tips on How to Discern Fact from Fiction. Marianne, let's enjoy this process of discovery and please update me on your successes. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. And we'll be right back with our performance guest, Tisa Adamson, right after this on the Life Changes Show. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening. Someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. Life Changes Show is a premier radio show presented by the Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and even celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, corporate giants, and children, we are here to help and to serve with heart, integrity, and experience we bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show, LifeChangesNetwork.com, and through guest appearances on other inspiring shows and events. 
If you wish to learn more about Life Changes Life Coaching, a private consultation with one of us, corporate or live event appearances, or if you would like us to appear on your radio or TV shows, please email us at info at lifechangesnetwork.com. We are back. Wow. Okay. So our performance guest is a musician, a singer, a songwriter, and so much more. Welcome, Tisa Adamson, to the Life Changes Show. Hi. How are you? I, I'm, I'm doing, if I was great before, I'm greater now. How about you? Yeah. Your guest was great. Yes, absolutely amazing. And uh, before I forget, I want to thank Raspin Stewart for introducing us to you. This has been a a show where some wonderful people have introduced other wonderful people, and uh, we're grateful for it as our family grows. And it's interesting, as I said that, our family grows. Uh, I have been a singer for years, and I know a lot of musicians, and we've interviewed a lot of people on this show that are musical and have had careers and, and have had to stop and start and all of that. And I, I really liked something you said. Actually, I, I liked the way you said it about the fact that you chose to be uh, a mother to your daughter and right. you, right? Yeah. And, and the way, yeah, and the way you said it, it it felt like you knew you made the choice, you knew why you made it, and it also felt like you learned something in the process that you look back and say, had I done that, that you know, some of that's not such, you know, not what it's, not all what it's crapped up to be. Well, you know, and raising my daughter, it's been, I mean, even now, it's so fulfilling. I have a grandchild. It just, I have a Mm. whole life with that love that I have with them that I probably wouldn't have had so completely Mm. if I'd had run another way. Well, thank you for that. I, I, yes, seriously. Thank you. Because when I I got off the phone with you, I, I was thinking about so many people that I know and love. And I, I think how, we all can look back and say, oh, I wish it is and that. And, 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 and I'm listening to you going, I know music's deep in her soul. You started when you were eight. At, well, at least at the yeah. piano. Yeah. Been playing and, a and long, long time. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and, and, and you like it. You, you like, you'll, you'll, you, you're good being at a piano bar or a, at a guitar uh, I mean, you and your guitar just playing for hours. You're you're good. You're one with the music. I'm I'm happy wherever a big show, opening for a big act, and playing at a at a pie place. Saturday night, I played at a pie place, Republic of Pie. Nice. It was great. It was fun. Nice. I, it's just down the street from where I live. It would have if had I known. I think we would have gotten it in person. <laughs> but we got to meet and. We're going to get to hear uh, some of your music. This is really exciting. So without knowing it, uh, uh, I was like, oh, this would be interesting. And I ended up picking a song that is like one of your first songs from years ago. And then uh, years years and years ago. And then and then you share you're going to share a song that no one has ever heard yet because it's still in the making and it's um, uh, on the record that's coming up. So. In the meantime, you've got a record out. It's called Fingers, and we'll, that's at 
Tisa Adamson, T-I-S-A-A-D-A-M-S-O-N.com. M-S-O-N.com, correct. Yeah, and we're going to get to hear you do, and, and oh, and one more thing, I have to hand it to you, Tisa. I know how, uh, you know, when we scheduled this, like almost two months ago, this was like the perfect time to do this. And then this happened and the computer this and the, and you said, you know, I'm showing up. I got a phone. I got a guitar. I'm here. Keep, let's <laughs> still do it. And I'm like, good on you. This person was going to do it. That person went on tour. This person, And it's like everything hit the fan. And you said, no worries. I got it. So here we go. We're going to hear what, Tisa? Blue Skies. Blue Skies. Tisa Adamson on The Life Changes Show. Oh, 
Thank you so much, Tisa Adamson. Uh, and thank you for, uh, you know, I know I threw that at you just before the show, and I'm like, I really wish, and you said, sure. You just said, sure, to everything. Tisa Adamson, T-I-S-A-A-D-A-M-S-O-N.com. You can find her on Facebook at Tisa Adamson Music. Uh, check check her out. She she. You you you're bringing a smile to my face and 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 you know correct me if I'm wrong I was writing down while you were talking uh, and we were we were talking together earlier uh, or a couple days ago or two months ago I don't remember but I wrote down something like this you said something like life is and then and then I didn't get to fill it in and then if you're not attached to it being something it becomes more fulfilling exactly. I watch my friends who play music, a lot of them just torture themselves. And if you're not attached to it, then you enjoy it all way more. Well, it, it's interesting because as I know a little bit about the album that you're working on right now, uh, you, you, this philosophy is, is, is coming to play where all of a sudden somebody wants to be on your album that you are like, sure. And somebody else I'm wants sure. to be on your album. Right. Right. I, I never tell anybody what to do who plays with me either. They usually just do their own thing. So are, are you able to say some of the fun, some of the fun things that are going to happen on that album? Yeah, I have uh, Randy Ray Mitchell, who was with Donna Summers is the guitar player. Phil Jones is a drummer who uh, was with Tom Petty's band. And then Nate Light, who did, um, God, I always can't, um, can't remember who he's with, but he plays with some heavyweights. And he's on upright bass. And then I have one of my friends, Timothy B. Schmidt from the Eagles, has offered to sing on, on the record. He's actually singing on the recording you're playing, but it's not on this recording because I don't have that. I didn't have that to send you. But he's on there. Uh, he'll be on there on the record. Well, how fun. Okay. Well, this will be, this will be a tease because nobody has heard it. Probably not even the musicians. Uh, but uh, thanks to you and, and is your husband producing? Is that correct? Yeah. My husband's name is Jeff Peters and he's a, uh, engineer producer and uh he just did timothy b schmidt's new record that's coming out i think in a couple of months nice and 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 can we say who's who he's why he's not there right now he's touring right 
Yeah, he's doing a tour with Al Jardine from the Beach Boys, who's playing with the two daughters of Brian Wilson, Wendy and Carney. And they're oh, doing okay. like a Beach Boys and Wilson Phillips kind of set. How fun. Well, you, you yeah. know, uh, so good good things are happening. It's nice to hear that, that tours are happening and... Uh, like I know, two years, uh, two months ago, when we spoke, this this wasn't in the cards, but it, you know the tour happens. So may good things continue to happen. Thank you for being on with us. And now, what is the song we're gonna get to hear? That's off the album that's been pre-recorded, or off the upcoming? Yeah, this album? is called Red Eye. Okay, all right. So here we go. This is uh, uh, wh- what do you call it? It's it's almost finished. It's like a rough mix, right? It's a, uh, it's a rough mix, exactly. Okay, so Tisa Adamson's upcoming album, no one's heard this yet. Here is Red Eye on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition.
Tisa Adamson. Wow, it sounds ready. <laughs> well, no, thank you for playing that. That was awesome. That was awesome. That Thank you for letting us do that as a world premiere on the Life Changes show. It's very special. Tisa Adamson, T-I-S-A, Adamson, S-O-N.com. Find her on Facebook at Tisa Adamson Music. Uh, what what a pleasure getting to know you, and I hope I get to see you live one of these days, Tisa. We'll, we'll come by Republic of Pi on there every fourth Saturday of the month. Oh, that's easy. Okay, very good. All right. Come Tisa, by and say hi. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm not shy that way. All the best to you. Thank you. So Thank you so much. <laughs> our pleasure. So a thank you to Tisa Adamson and a big thank you to Charles Silk Dunn. And that is our show. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our producer and co-host, Mark Leisure, I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you as your life changes like I know yours did tonight. We're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.